welcome to our latest episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. I'm Jolie Walker, and as always, it is great to have you with us. Our guest this week has a rather extensive CV, including singer, rapper, songwriter, dancer, TV personality, and author. Hi, everyone. I'm Alicia Dixon. She is all about inner beauty. Definitely make you feel better because for me, it's all about trying to start from the inside and work, work your way out, that inner glow. She reveals how she stays calm in the midst of chaos. I just think nothing seems too overwhelming because let's be honest, we live in a world now where we are bombarded with so much information, so much news. The world is moving so quickly and it's our job to try and slow it down. And the way you slow it down is by being present. And reminds us how important sticking to a skincare routine really is. Just kind of like putting that routine in place, um, morning and night. And it's nice. I love that kind of little routine before I go to bed. I don't feel right if I jump into bed and I haven't done that now. Hello and welcome, Alicia. How are you today? How's it going? I'm good, thank you. I am a little bit run down, actually, today. I think that um, everything's just caught up with me. It's life, isn't it? You know, when you've got children at school bringing home germs every week. <laughs> and I do feel like there's loads of bugs at the moment, particularly. Yeah. Like I'm okay, but I feel like something's trying to get me and I'm oh, fighting no. it. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I've got my Noble Blue supplements. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all about the going. supplement. But it's very important at this time of year. I've been doing that for the last few days, just having all of the supplements I can get my hands on to just kind of immune boost. Well, I do a lot of um, juicing as well. So this morning I had my ginger shot and yesterday, I mean, it was so strong because normally I sort of like water it down a bit with some pineapple or apple, um, but it was like overpowered with ginger. I was like, this cough is not going to get me. <laughs> I got my ginger defense out. I'm just going to throw <laughs> all the ginger on it. Well, good Absolutely. idea. <laughs> Uh, well, just firstly, yeah, huge thank you for coming on today. And I'm so looking forward to kind of getting stuck into all of your best beauty advice, which, you know, you know, no doubt have tons. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to kind of ask about your uh, beauty vibe in general. So, you know, what is your beauty stash like? Is it full to the brim? Or are you quite good at keeping kind of things streamlined? What's your vibe? I mean, I'm, I used to be like relatively quite simple in my approach. And I guess I haven't, you know, moved away from that attitude too much. But I think definitely over the last few years, I've, you know, started to really get into like my skincare routine and the kind of products that I'm using um, and just having a little bit more self care, being more mindful of that. Um, before I was just a bit like, yeah, you know, take care of myself as anyone naturally would, but it wasn't like a high priority for me. So I'd say definitely the last few years, definitely since becoming a mum, I've, you know, just upped my game a little bit more and become, I've become a little bit more conscious about what I'm doing, what I'm putting into my body, what I'm using. I think, um, I think all of us have really, I think everything's becoming more transparent and obviously people are having the conversation a lot more. So we're all more tuned into it and more aware of it. And if you can do something to help yourself or enhance, why wouldn't you? A hundred percent. And like you say, the kind of past year and a half or however long it's been now, we've just kind of, I think, self-care and just looking after ourselves has become, you know, so much more of a priority, which it always should have been. But life was so crazy. And almost when we had that time to step back. Is that how you felt? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I've always been a person that has looked after myself. I've always been mindful of what I eat and working out and, you know, I think for many, many years, I 
took for granted the fact that my skin has always been pretty good, right? So I've always had pretty normal skin. I've never had, you know, too many issues in that area. But definitely, obviously, as you get older with the weather elements, you know, I notice changes in my skin and depending on how I'm feeling and what's going on in my life. And I realized that there are other things you can do that assist you and definitely make you feel better. Because for me, it's all about trying to start from the inside and work work your way out, that inner glow. And inner glow comes from many different places, not just the products that we're using. It comes from the lifestyle that we lead. It, it, you know, it comes from the weather. It comes down to our attitude, how we're feeling, if we're stressed. So beauty for me is a combination of lots of different things that you do day to day in your life that then results in how you feel. And and for me, it is really more about how you feel than how you look. Because I think if you feel rubbish, you look in the mirror and you look rubbish because that's what you see because the negativity or the, the stalemate or the sort of the way you feel, if you feel down, all of that contributes to what you see looking back in the mirror. So you don't have to be, you know, I don't have to spend two hours in glam to look in the mirror and feel good if what's going on in the inside is doing what it should be doing, you know? Does that make sense? 100%. And like you say, when <laughs> yeah. you're feeling kind of happy and having a good day, you glow and that radiates, you know, off you and your energy. 100%. Yeah, I, I think so. And I, I remember in my sort of early 20s when I was in Mystique and I was, you know, my first time sort of having professional hair and makeup team and stylists and you know, we'd, we'd throw everything at it and then I'd get home and I'd take my makeup off and I'd take my hair extensions out and I used to look in the mirror and not, not feel as beautiful as I did when I was made up by a glam squad. And it took me quite a few years to get to that place where I realised actually it's about feeling good without any of that stuff and stripping it all back and really connecting with just who you are, how God made you and what the universe has given you to work with. And you know, really just connecting all the dots. And I learned that quite early on. And so growing up, going through my thirties into my early forties now, I realized that it's, yeah, it's so important to like who you are first and foremost, to try and live a stress-free life, to take care of yourself. And then hopefully all of those things, once you, once they all fall into place, products and beauty tips and tricks should be an enhancer, should be like the icing on the cake. But it's really about self-acceptance, essentially, and really just valuing who you are and being happy in the skin that you're in. Alicia, we haven't even started on our five pieces of advice yet. And I just feel like so <laughs> energized by all of the amazing things that you've said already. And you're so right. Oh, and no, love that. And what a kind of amazing note to start the episode on as well. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yes. So we've set the tone for sure. So let's jump into your five pieces of advice then. And should we kick things off with makeup? So what is the best piece of makeup advice that you have ever been given or that you have to give? You know, I learned so much in my mystique days because honestly, it was like we couldn't wear enough makeup. We had we had every color hair extension going. We were like we were like the ra- rainbow. <laughs> it's like blue hair, pink hair, all the makeup, all the glitter, all the accessories. And I realized pretty quickly by about 2003, um, less is more. And I realized that now, like very rarely do I go overboard with makeup unless it's obviously Halloween or it's, um, you know, the look requires it for stage. But in my day-to-day life, I just think glow, glow, glow. Um, every, anything that just looks dewy and shiny and healthy and just stripped back to try and to have a made up look, but that looks really natural. I think that's the most important thing. Just trying to enhance your own features rather than hiding 
behind a mask, essentially. Yeah, 100%. And what kind of products do you gravitate towards for kind of enhancing and kind of boosting glow? Um, Well, I'm not really, I know a lot of people love powder. I'm not a huge fan of it myself. Like I find, particularly like if I'm having my makeup done professionally and they use like beautiful highlighters or or whatever, or and shimmer, I, I don't like to, I like the look that makes you look like you're kind of glowing just rather than matte. I don't like a matte look. Um, and it's just a personal preference. So yeah, I'm, I'm not an expert when it comes to doing my own makeup. I I've been very lucky to work with brilliant makeup artists and I'm still learning how to do my own makeup if the truth be known. Um, but I'm, I'm getting there slowly. (laughs) Glow, but I'm with you all about glow and away from the kind of matte. Glow is Absolutely. like my forever end game. This is just yeah, all I've exactly. ever tried to get. Exactly. You can't the get, there's no better, glow. I was going to say, there's no better glow than when you've done a workout and you're sweating and all the blood rushes to your face and you look in the mirror with no makeup and you're like, oh, this is the look I'm trying to achieve. I just need this all the time now, which is impossible. But that's that's what we're aspiring to. Yeah. Okay. The workout glow. First workout glow. The workout glow. glow. Yes. Okay, let's go into your second piece of advice then. Let's talk about hair, shall we? So what is your cool. best piece of hair advice that you've ever been given or that you have to give? Okay, so I've been on quite the hair journey over the years. I've probably done everything you can think of from, um, well, in the early days of Mystique where we were doing a lot of, we were having a lot of weaves done, a lot of um, lace front wigs when we were doing music videos, braids, bonding, all kinds of hair extensions I've done over the years. Um, but what I, the thing I've learned the most is that you have to give your hair a break. You have to just like put the heat away put the extensions away and just let your hair do its natural thing. And even, you know, when I'm using hair extensions now, I tend to wash my hair, condition my hair, put a mask on my hair. Tresemme Keratin Smooth Mask is amazing. Also, the Tresemme um, Damage Recovery is so important for me because I am constantly having my hair done and constantly having heat put on it. So the, the, the first opportunity I get to hydrate it, put a mask on and leave it alone and not touch it, I find that my hair responds really, really well to that because it's like anything. If you do it too much, you will see the damage and your hair just doesn't look as nice and it's not as shiny and it's the curls don't look as nice. So, and I always say this, and it's kind of like a metaphor for life as well. You can work really, really hard and be busy, but actually rest is just as productive as working. And I kind of see that with my hair too, like just leaving everything alone, allowing your skin to breathe, allowing your hair to have a break is the best thing that you can do. If you're, if you're kind to your hair, then it will respond to that. And I think all of us, you know, no one knows their hair better than you. And, you know, I've worked with so many amazing hairdressers over the years, but that's the one consistent thing they always say, hydration, hydration, hydration. And like you say, giving downtime to your hair. Downtime. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Downtime. There's nothing nicer than just like washing your hair, putting your mask on and leaving it or just throwing it in a top knot. I love that. And it just feels like you're being kind to yourself. And that is the vibe I'm getting for you that you kind of like to give yourself downtime. And that's something that you focus on from letting your skin breathe to your kind of hair to, your, you know, finding you say kind of reducing stress in your kind of day to day life. Yeah. Like even yesterday, like I had to be quite disciplined in allowing myself to sort of have a break from my phone, because even if I'm not in front of the camera or physically leaving the door, my job is 
24 seven, well, not 24 seven, because I have to sleep, but it's, you know, it's seven days a week. It's, you know, it's, it's not nine to five. There's always a task. There's always an email. There's always something creative I could or should be doing. And I really have to be disciplined in just saying, right, switch off now, allow yourself a break, allow your mind to have a bit of breathing space so you can then think clearly. And when you do that, the other things that you are working on are more manageable because then you're not overwhelming yourself, which is easier 100%. said than done. It's a daily practice. I was going to say, because it is, and I find it like, how do you have any kind of tips for doing that? Or do you just say to yourself, no, this is it. I need to switch off now, whether I'm going for a bath or whether I'm watching a Netflix show, whatever it is. Do you have any tips for consciously doing that? Yeah, well, I'm very much a person that likes to live my life by a diary. I've been doing it since I was a little girl. Like my mom said, weirdly, I always used to even when I had a day where I was doing nothing at home, say I was seven or eight years old, I would write a little diary, right? Three o'clock, go to the shops, 10 past three, do this. And I kind of have always lived my life like that. I like routine um, in terms of organized routine, right? So I find that even when I look at my diary for the week, if it's like full on and it's busy, I'll say, right, on this day, this afternoon, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to switch off as much as I can. Obviously, if there's something pressing that needs to be dealt with, it has to be dealt with. But I'll try and just factor rest time within my schedule in the same way I put workouts in my schedule. And therefore, nothing else takes priority over that workout that I've, you know, that I've decided I'm going to do, whether it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday or whatever. Um, and it's the same for rest you know, allow yourself a night off, allow yourself an afternoon to gather your thoughts. If your work allows you to do that. I think when you're self-employed, um, it is trickier. I think people that go to work and are in an office from nine to five or nine to six, you know, they have their, their, their scheduled work, working hours. So when they go home, hopefully they can kind of have their dinner and switch off and chill in the entertainment industry. It's just not the case. We have to be we have to have more self-discipline. Otherwise, we'll just go crazy. And burn out. Like, yeah, exactly. And no one needs to be burning out. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's just not Absolutely worth it. Not. No. It is not. And you've mentioned a few times as well about working out. Like, what is your kind of go-to workout? You said you kind of aim for a few, few times a week and you like that kind of post-workout glow. What do you kind of gravitate towards? I have a trainer that I work with and I've worked with her for over 10 years now. She's amazing. And we do everything over FaceTime, which has worked brilliantly. And even though she's allowed to come to my house now, we've kind of been like continuing our workouts via FaceTime. It's just worked out brilliantly well. We do a lot of weight training, a lot of body conditioning. And then lately I've started to enjoy lower impact exercises like Pilates and yoga. So I might try and squeeze one of those in once or twice a week. On average, I work out four times a week when I'm being really good five times. And when I'm snowed under with work, I'd be lucky if I can squeeze one in. So my life in terms of working out, there's no sort of set format. It really is a case of each week looks very different for me. But for the most part, when I, when I am working out at least four times a week, I feel amazing. I just feel like energized. I'm in a better mood. Just feel like I can handle everything else that's happening in my life. And the minute I kind of slip away from that, not because of laziness, but purely down to scheduling, I just start to feel really lethargic and a bit achy and a bit, you know, it's like your body knows, you know, and you really, if you tune into your body, it will tell you when it needs exercise. And you may feel tired, but that's actually a sign that you need to work out because it's actually through the working out that everything just gets moving and just functions and flows. And everybody that works out knows that and they know that feeling you get. So that's what you become addicted to because you know the, the positive 
way you feel after you've kind of put the work in. It's an amazing feeling. I love it. The endorphin boost. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. You've inspired me because I haven't worked out in ages. Okay. That's on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And we will be right back after this. Okay, cool. We are back and we're going to talk about skin now. So your third piece of advice and skin. What is your best piece of skincare advice? Try to have a routine morning and night. And as much as it's, you know, a bit time consuming, really allow yourself the time to go and cleanse your face properly, get the makeup off. I'm starting to do that more. I got rid of the the makeup wipes years ago. Obviously they're bad for our environment and the planet. And so now I try to like wash my face morning and night. I've got a facialist called Katina who's amazing and she's kind of like whipping me into skincare shape and making sure that, you know, I thoroughly take care of my skin in the morning and make sure I cleanse. And then I um, always use a serum now. I never used to use a serum back in the day. It was just a good moisturizer and away we go. Um, now it's, st- I didn't mean to put my, my pun in there, but now it's serum. You know, I've got my mist spray for hydration. I use my eye cream. I use my, a good face cream. And then in the evening I do the same routine, but I add a miracle oil or something just like really, really hydrating. I look like you could fry an egg on my face when I go to bed, but I don't mind that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my hydration. It's all good. <laughs> and it's the glow, the post-workout glow. glow, the Friday rag glow. I know. And I love it though. And you can tell my, like my skin really appreciates it. And especially at this time of the year, when everyone's cranking the heating up in their house, I don't know if you feel that, but my, I just feel dry. I'm like, oh, I need more water. I need more cream. I need more anything because the heating's on and it just dries everything out. And so even more so make sure you get your serums in and your, your, your oils in at night. And would you say you're quite intuitive with your skin? Like you mentioned then kind of just switching things up in winter, you're just kind of listening to your skin and what it wants and essentially tweaking to adapt to that. Yeah, my routine is pretty much the same, whether it's summer or winter, but because both both seasons can create dryness in different ways. Because obviously if you're out in the sun for ages, again, that's not good. So I'm starting to use an SPF much more than I would have even when the sun isn't shining. And that was something I wasn't really aware of before you know, associating SPF with just when it's a beautifully, you know, sunny day. But actually now we understand just being outside, we need to just protect our face because we are susceptible to to so many things. And so just kind of like putting that routine in place um, morning and night. And it's nice. I love that kind of little routine before I go to bed. I don't feel right if I jump into bed and I haven't done that now. Um, And because again, I, you know, I, I get so much, I use so much makeup through my job. I just feel like I have to make an extra effort to really be disciplined morning and night. And yeah, I feel good for it. And you're nailing the basics, nailing the basics, getting the yeah. glow. That's what and we I want. Always, and regularly now I'll do a face mask as well. Um, and if I've had a really late night or I'm not feeling good, I'll obviously um, put a face mask on for a little while before I do my makeup routine. Um, and I'm just trying a lot more when I'm at home to not bother with it, not bother with the makeup. But again, it's easier said than done. You know, you're getting up, you're doing the school run, you look gray, it's gray outside. And you're like, give me some foundation or something, you know, just to bring some life back into your face. So we're all challenged with it, you know, but 
this is where mask mask wearing was really helpful. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I'd put on a pair of sunglasses and a mask, and I'd be good to go. Good to go. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um, and let's go into your fourth piece of advice then, and talk about treatments. So, what kind of treatments do you go for, and what's your best piece of treatment advice? I try to regularly have facials. I, I would pick a facial these days over a massage. I don't know what it is. My, my facialist, she's brilliant. She does like a full-on face massage with her, with her hands. It's brilliant. And you really do feel incredible afterwards. And she said, you know, it's, you've got to treat it like you would the rest of your body. I mean, it's a muscle, so, you know, you've got to work it. Um, keep it elasticized, keep it flexible. <laughs> and um, so I really enjoy that. And obviously using um, face masks and sheet masks and all of that kind of thing. I'm starting to do that a, a little bit more now. And there's so many amazing things out there to choose from, isn't there? So we're spoiled for choice, which is fantastic. Um, but they're probably the main things that I do, to be fair. Your facialist sounds amazing. What's her name oh, again? she's brilliant. Katina. Okay, Katina. The face yeah. massage, that's what we need. Yeah, she's incredible. Like her hands move so quick. It's brilliant. Honestly, I'll have to send you her details. <laughs> Do you feel really kind of sculpted afterwards? Like when I have yeah. facial massage, yeah. Because a lot of people I'm noticing are going for the sort of facials where there's heat involved. And I'm really nervous about doing that. So I kind of feel like Katina's doing the same thing, but just with her hands, which is brilliant. And it still feels very natural. Okay, Katina. Katina on speed dial. Katina on speed dial. (laughs) And so let's go on to your fifth piece of advice. Let's talk about uh, self-care. So we've touched on that quite a lot already, actually, in your kind of day-to-day self-care. You seem very aware of being able to take that time and, you know, downtime, be it from your, you know, your your work diary, but also your hair that you spoke about. But what is your best piece of self-care advice? I think this is a daily practice. I don't think that any of us have all the answers and wake up and just get it right. I think that it's a daily reminder that, you know, to take care of yourself and to have self-love. And I think that we beat ourselves up so much and we just need to be kinder to ourselves and give ourselves a break. I think this is the freeing thing about that realization that when you have you know, fallen off a little bit. And when I say fallen off, maybe you're not working out as much. Maybe you're not eating as well as you could be, whatever. It's like just recognizing that it's part of being a human being. You know, we can't be perfect, balanced beings all the time. And part of the human experience is that we go up and down and every week and every day and every minute of every day looks different. And it was actually Will Smith that I heard in an interview recently. And he said, he treats life moment to moment. Like rather than thinking about the whole day or the whole week or the year, you know, and putting that pressure on yourself, just think about how do you feel in this moment? What are you doing in this moment? And can you, what can you do that's going to make you feel good in this moment? And so I am trying to live my life a little bit more like that. It's like, if in this moment I want to sit and eat a large bag of crisps with a glass of wine, I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it. Equally, if I want to take a bath and try meditation or workout or go for a walk in the woods with my dogs or make the effort to make a really healthy salad, then that's what I'm going to do in this moment. So I just take it like that, you know, and the most important thing that works for me is just listening to my body because my body will tell me what I need. And if that is lounging around doing nothing, then that's what my body needs. If I need to get up and get moving and get motivated and go for a walk or, or put a workout session in, then that's what I'll do. So I try to just go with the flow. 
and don't beat myself up and just have a more relaxed attitude about life in general. And the more present we can be, I think everything else, as I said before, falls into place because I think we do spend a lot of time thinking about what's going to be or anticipating something or carrying around baggage of the past. So if we can just be a bit more present, I just think nothing seems too overwhelming because let's be honest, we live in a world now where we are bombarded with so much information, so much news. The world is moving so quickly and it's our job to try and slow it down. And the way you slow it down is by being present. And for me, this is, as I said, it's a daily practice because like everyone, I'm human and I don't have all the answers and I'm still trying to figure it all out (laughs) as we all are. Alicia, I feel so energized. Oh, good. (laughs) Yes, you're so right. And just being, I guess, present, like it's so easy to kind of think about what's next, 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 especially when you're feeling overwhelmed or busy, but kind of bringing it back, baby steps, kind of think of the next thing and give yourself just the headspace. Yeah, because I think what we do, we work ourselves up and we become anxious And when we're anxious, we become stressed and then we're not productive. And all of that energy we carry around, it's only damaging ourselves. And I'm tuned into that. And so when I do feel stressed or anxious, I try to really just take in the feeling, acknowledge why I feel like it and try really hard to let it go. And it's really difficult to do. And I think all of us are very vulnerable and susceptible to that. But I think it's all connected to beauty as well. And I remember having this conversation with my hairdresser years and years ago, and she said, you know, your health hair is also a reflection of what's going on inside you. Because actually, the more stressed we are, it shows in our skin, it shows in our face, it shows in our hair. Because we are an, we are an embodiment of everything that's happening in our lives, everything we're consuming, not just food, but also what we watch, what we read. It's a combination of everything. And when we make that connection, and you go, it's like having a like a light bulb moment. It's like a like Oprah says, it's an aha moment you suddenly start connecting the dots and you're like, ah, if I'm the reason I look rubbish, then I'm going to be the reason I don't look rubbish. Or if I'm the reason I feel rubbish, I'm going to be the reason that I snap myself out of it. Not going to rely on anyone else. You know, it's, it's all down to the work that we, we all do. And as I said, it's so okay to have a bad day because I have many of them, (laughs) many of them, (laughs) but I know that they pass. That they pass. We've got to ride the wave. You've got to ride the wave. I always say that women, we are like the weather. Literally, we have stormy days. It's, it's like hailstones one day. But you know what? I always say it's like the sun is always there. It's always there and clouds move and the, the weather changes. But as long as the sun is consistently there and that inner joy is there, you can handle the, 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 the bad weather. Just get an umbrella, stay inside, wrap up warm. It will pass. <laughs> What an amazing piece of advice to finish on. Like, yes, totally. I've loved this, every single piece of uh, your advice, but you're, yeah, so right. Um, Yeah, and thank you for sharing uh, those with us. But we actually finish uh, each episode. So on a little bit of a lighthearted note, we talk about your biggest beauty blunder. So do you have any beauty blunders or funny stories for kind of throwback? Yeah. I mean, I've done some really random things. I mean, once upon a time, I decided to have blonde streaks in my hair, bleached blonde streaks with black hair. What was I thinking? It looked horrific. Like the things I've done to my hair, honestly, since working with Michelle Sultan, my hairdresser and working with Tresemme, I have to say my hair care has just completely changed. And, you know, thanks to the right products and the right care, 
I now have um, good sense when it comes to my hair and I, I tend to do the right thing. But back in the day, I just did some horrific things to my hair. And it's that thing when your mum says, don't do it, you're going to regret it. And you just do it anyway, because in the moment, that's what you want to do. But I guess you have to kind of go through that where you make mistakes so then you can rectify it and hopefully not do it again. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've all been there. We've all been there. Um, Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you uh, for joining and sharing your advice. And yeah, thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks for having me. Take care. A big thanks to Alicia for joining us on Grazie Beauty Life Lessons. And if you have enjoyed the episode, please, please recommend Grazia Beauty Life Lessons to friends. Word of mouth and recommendations really are the best way for us to reach new audiences. And we so, so appreciate it. Until next time. <laughs>